Welcome to the Dead Arm Dynasty podcast, where we try to give a refreshingly candid take on the long-term fantasy value of football players throughout college and the NFL for all you Debbie League, Campus to Canton, and Dynasty fantasy football managers. We're just three friends who spent all our time talking fantasy anyway, so we figured why not get a few mics and capture our conversations. My name's Rick, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Josh Pecoraro and Jacob Ellis, a.k.a. Jealous. Welcome back to the Dead Arm Dynasty podcast. It's your boys, Josh, Jail, and Rick, bringing you a uh, special episode before the season today. We'll be looking at our our individual favorite, favorite players, which we like to refer to as the guys in our stable. Uh, that'll include the, uh, the QBs, a.k.a. the ranch hands. We got the RBs, a.k.a. the bale cows. We got wide receivers, which is, of course, your horses. And you got your tight ends, which is your your strong oxen, and then every every ranch has a has an old myth about a unicorn that that dances around at night, and we got a couple unicorns that that may or may not exist. We're just not quite sure yet. Uh, before we get into that, let's check in with the fellers here. Uh, Jill, how how you doing today? You're down there in Texas. Well, I, I think everything that we know about unicorns, and you know when when you got a lightning bolt out there, you know, it's it's either it's either, you know, uh hand of God, you know, delivering a little bit of electricity to the world, or else it's uh it's that unicorn uh doing its own little magical dance, uh, as you <laughs> as you described it. So uh, you know, just had to just had to make sure that that was very clear uh, yes. going into this episode. Uh, no, I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm out here, uh, down here in Texas. It's a, another hot one, nice and you know, nice and sweaty. Making sure I get my get my tan on with every, you know, with with this heat out here. Uh, you know, out out here, you know, uh, digging, you know, digging into uh, the fields, you know, with my <laughs> with my hose, uh, both uh, both the. Uh, uh, referring to the tool here, so uh, you know, making sure, making sure I get, making sure I get that hard work done. Of course, uh, you know, of course, you know. And that's how you staying hydrated down there? You know, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying. I'm working on my, you know, my hot girl summer, and having myself a nice truly fruit punch. That is a classic southern beverage. Josh, tell me about how you're, how you're doing today. You, you got a fun beverage for us? Uh well, no southern accent here. I'm a oh. little northern farmer, so uh, no, haven't seen Bad gum uh, Yankees over here. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> no, I'm having a summer shandy from uh, from the north up here in Wisconsin, and uh, yeah, ready now, for this. Now, uh, how, how's your uh, how's your sweet corn crop up there up in the uh, up in the Northlands? Well, you know it's knee high by the Fourth of July, and we're almost at September, so it's. Uh, prime right now hey if you got knee high by the fourth of july you know it's a good crop oh you're yeah. doing all right yeah ready for uh hoot nanny today oh let's get that daggum tractor pull rolling let's sir what you let's got what you it. got for us uh here host rick we we got a few pieces of news before we get into our stable uh, we're going to start with the big news from, I believe it was yesterday, Mr. Jake Hay Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens uh, went down with a ugly knee injury, and Tess came back. He told, he done told at ACL. He he done for the year. <laughs> no, that, hey, hey not just funny. so you know, for all them, uh, you know, all, all, all you uh, youngins out there, that J.K., 
Dobbins, that JK does not stand. That is not a just kidding Dobbins. This is it a is real not. injury. This is not a just kidding injury out here. This is an ACL. So yes. uh, no we small got, potatoes. We, I mean, there. Ravens, Ravens are gonna have they're gonna have them hands full now with the you know, hey, it, you know, I know, you know, is, is it gonna be Gus Bus out there? Probably gonna be gonna be taking some of them. Uh, gonna be taking the majority of them snaps out there now. Yes, sir. Now, now, ain't that just a precious thing for for any Gus Bus owners? Oh, uh, so precious for Gus himself. I, I'm just so happy for the guy. You know, he's never never been able to to serve as that that bell cow for for a team before. He's always been being second fiddle, third well, he, fiddle. He, he over been, there he been out there saying, "Hey, give me give me some sugar, ma'am." And and now uh, now now Harbaugh's gonna have no no choice but to uh but to you know hand him the uh. Give him that doohickey and, and uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, well you know, he, he's there. out there. He's going to be blowing up a storm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Joshua, how are you feeling? You think uh, Baltimore's going to add anybody to this this here backfield? I think they could. I think you are going to see somebody else go in there. You got a guy with a hyphen in with his first name, you got a uh, Tyson. <laughs> hey, that, hey, that. Now let's get that. Let's get that daggum English right over here. It's an apostrophe. It ain't no hyphen. <laughs> no, it's Ty Son. Ty apostrophe Son. Apostrophe. My bad. And uh, yeah, no, I think they. I think they have to bring somebody in. That Justice Hill's been around forever and hasn't really done anything. So. If you had to wait I mean, right wait now, if, you, if, you, if you're just out there with Gus, I mean that that running back room that just. Doesn't amount to a hill of beans, so you got. I'm I'm thinking maybe you got you got you know maybe they'd be fixing to uh, get Todd Gurley in the room or something, yeah. but you know if the if the creek don't rise, uh, you know maybe they just stick with Gus. Oh man, you're just crushing it with all them fun phrases, boss. Now, Josh, if you had to pick uh, who you think they gonna sign, what what would be your your best guess? Yeah, I'm on the same page with Jill. I think uh, I think Todd Gurley. I think that might be where they they go to. Good old Todd. <laughs> I mean, bless your heart if you think the Todd Gurley's going to be a difference maker out there. <laughs> oh, uh, he's not <laughs> this year. In, this year in Baltimore, up in you know out out there in that uh, that that East Coast, out in that Northeast kind of kind of candy wamps over there. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how this. <laughs> <laughs> You're just... You're just killing it with these these phrases that should so easily get worked into conversation. <laughs> Todd Gurley, you <laughs> Todd Gurley used to have his bell cow days, but you know now he's just a lot closer to you know laying down and dying. Not literally, you know. In reality, he's a human and he's a young one, and that's. <laughs> And he's gonna be around, you know, on planet Earth for a long time. But he, he, you know, brings a, a little, little stability to that otherwise pretty lonely backfield there with with Gus Bus. Uh, let's let's move on to the next piece of news. Uh, Jealous, you happened to see this happen and laughed your butt off. This would be Mr. Jamar Chase and what he did in this preseason game. Just I believe today. Yeah, I mean, I you know when I saw this, you know, there there had obviously been them rumors about. That Bengals uh, receiver coming out of uh, the Louisiana State University, and uh, you know, and you know, he's supposed to be the next, uh, you know, Tay Rail Owens type of type of that receiver, and uh, 
you know, he it seems like he can't catch a ball. I mean, now I'm thinking, of, you know, uh, I'm thinking, hey, this this guy's gonna be a stud, and you know, we gotta we gotta feed this man, you know, number number one receiver for them Bengals, and it seems like he can't catch a goddamn ball, just like just like my fly swatter can't catch a damn fly. It seems like, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, they've been trying to feed him the ball, get him uh, busy as a cat on a hot tin roof. And he just seems like he can't, you know, can't catch. He can't catch anything. They threw him a, they threw him a, you know, hey, get get Burrow a little bit of work. Throw him a, throw a Jamar Chase a daggum bubble screen. Should be real easy, uh, kind of a kind of a play to make. And and it comes, you know, goes right through his hands, hits him at the face mask. Um, you know, this this man he can't catch he can't catch Jack Jack Squad over here, man. I, I don't know I don't know what to, what it's gonna take for him. What up? Josh, what do does you, this bother you? What do you Southerners usually say? He's about as uh, useless as tits on a bull. Is that, uh, that ring <laughs> that's, a bell? That's, 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 right. Hey, what hey we got uh, we got a, doing right we got a learning we got a learning Northern uh, up there. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, yeah, man. You know, uh, a month ago, I I thought Jamar Chase was was gonna be scoring touchdowns until the cows come home, but now it's looking like he's gonna be dropping them touchdowns. And instead, they're gonna have to, you know, kick kick some field goals. Maybe maybe throw them over to T. Higgins, or, or Joe Mixon, or one of those other fellas over there. Sure and, enough, uh, man. Uh, up there, up there in Cincinnati. Uh, hey, Josh, any any other concerns out of you on Jamar Chase? Is he dropping down your boards because of his drop problems? Yeah, for dropping because dy- of the drops. Yeah, yeah. the dynasty. I still have hopes for him. Um, he is dropping down, though, from where I would have originally taken him at the start of the season. But for a redraft, I think he's kind of off my board. I like a lot of the other wide receivers in that range that he's fallen right now. So you got like a Lockett, Debo. There's quite a few guys that I'm a lot more fond of than Jamar Chase at this point. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and as uh, one fella who skipped the college season last year due to, due to the old COVID virus, all that fucking shit uh, yeah i mean, I mean <laughs> hey we we don't want to get too deep into that coronavirus right, 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 uh right. coroner you know no uh, no yeah, but uh another player who, deep, who who skipped that season was, was mr penny suel up there in oregon now he's playing for the detroit lions uh jealous that you you saw an interesting statistic on well, so, so, so uh mr mr penny sewell he uh you know he's he's a good uh, a good Christian boy, he, you know, coming out of Utah. I, I assume he's, he's he follows them, you know, them Christian uh, uh, the following following of 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 the Christ man. And um, you know, I, I'm out here. I'm like, you know, I, I I just I just I found something that was real real shocking. You know, you got you got your top top uh, two top ten picks. Uh, Jamar Chase is is struggling. Obviously, that man can't can't catch jack squat. And then uh, and Pen A Pen A Mr. Suell. Uh, right now, according to Pro Football Focus, now I I it's showing that he's the lowest ranked offensive player for the Detroit Lions. Now this this is a man that's supposed to be out here, probably supposed to be out there being the best wide receiver, you know, big corn fed, uh, you know, mother mother gator out there trying to trying to be out there pancaking mothers just like my mama makes her pancakes on a good old Sunday morning. Now he can't he can't be he's not out there pancaking nothing. So I don't know, man. I I just I, I wonder I wonder how they're feeling now after sitting out of last year's college football season. You know. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. And and you you got to know, man. You you know college college football down here that ain't no joke. So uh, you know oh, seeing no, seeing no, some of the some, seeing no. some of them fellas just going out there trying to make that dollar. It's it's uh it hurts us Southerners real good, and and it's a uh, you know it's a it's a daggum shame that that now this is their outcome. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll give them some time, but this is not a promising start for Mister Penny Sewell. Let's uh let's jump right into to who we like to keep in our stable. And and before we do, I just want to clarify that everyone we're about to talk about is in reality a human and not an animal of any kind. I do not want to uh, make any sort of offense. There's none given. I hope there's none taken. This is just a fun little metaphor so that we can practice our southern accents. And Josh can practice his Wisconsin accent that he already has. <laughs> I can has. tell, man, that, that guy, he, he ain't got no southern, uh, no southern <laughs> blood in his body. Nope, nope. No, uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this podcast either. That is also true. <laughs> Uh, Josh, why don't we, we start with you? You've got uh, a Southerner down there as your ranch hand. Uh, tell us about who you've chosen as your quarterback. Yeah, I've got uh, Mr. Dak Prescott as my quarterback. I currently have him in our Dynasty League. and the little his Dak arm, attack down there. You're, you're talking about my, you're talking about my daggum Texan, uh, my Texan down here. And a Mississippi yeah. boy. Well, he's a cowboy, not a Texan, but... Right, right, right. <laughs> Still resides in that in the in the Great Land, <laughs> Texas forever. <laughs> Texas no, forever. He uh, no. was just before his injury last year was on a absolutely ridiculous pace through the first month of the season. He was on pace for six thousand seven hundred yards, just insane numbers. You've Big got numbers right there. Zeke back. I looking, can't even comprehend some of them numbers that you got that you're that yeah. you're pouring out. Pouring out of that glass you got. <laughs> now keep on going. My my no interruption uh was necessary here. <laughs> but uh them numbers no, are just too big uh, for his britches, I'm just telling you. <laughs> he's got uh you got Zeke looking awesome, trimmed down, coming into this season, take some pressure off of him, get the run game going again. You got C D Lamb, Gallup. Mari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, that, that Blake Cooper Jarwin. Trooper. Yeah, just fired a loaded up. team there. And the best part, too, is that they have a shit defense, so they're going to be throwing the ball a ton and be scoring points. So I really, really like Dak, and his preseason injury is not scaring me away at all. So I fire him up. No, that, that, that defense over there, it ain't got ain't got the good sense, even if God gave him a rock, I'm telling you, man. They 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 don't know what they're doing out there. So there's gonna be some uh, there's gonna be some points to be had out there. And I gotta I gotta agree with you, man. Dak Prescott, that guy that boy's gonna be putting up some ad numbers. Yeah, we'll see if he can keep up that uh, that pace he had last year, but he has all the same stuff around him and just as bad of a defense. So it is not out of the question and certainly I would argue a likelihood that he ends with over 5,000 yards passing on the football field this season. So I, I couldn't agree more with that uh, that QB pick there. Uh, I, I'm going to put myself right in the middle here, uh, and I'm going to hop over to my ranch hand down there in Los Angeles. That would be Mr. Justin Herbie Hancock. City slicker? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah my city slicker up, uh, up there out of, out of Oregon before that, uh, Eugene, Oregon, where he was born and raised. And... Uh, Mr. Justin Herbert is just a, a intelligent, humble, 
calm under pressure, very stoic individual. He handled the pressure brilliantly last year after Tyrod Taylor had his lung explode. Uh, thanks to a, a puncture from a from a team doctor. Well, that's what happens when you trust them doctors, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he really, he really grabbed hold immediately. I believe his first drive ended in a rushing touchdown, and the rest is history. Week after week, tough battles against Kansas City, New Orleans, and the best teams out there. He put up lots of points playing from behind all the time. And as the season progressed, the team got better, started driving, run game got there a little bit, and he just continued to produce week after week besides one little blip against New England. We're going to write that off for now until we see something else that says that might uh, might happen again. Maybe well, we, Bill know how, we know how old Bill does with uh, with some of them young quarterbacks, so it, I, I, wouldn't, I can't take bucks, too much yeah. out of that, you know, uh, yeah. from, from, Could, his, uh, from his overall performance. Right, plus, they have much better coaching this year. Coming out of Mr. Brandon Staley versus another city slicker coming out of that that L.A. Ram uh, yes, room right there. Yes, sir. It should be a little bit better than that Anthony Lynn from last year. Uh, Justin Herbert broke, you know, pretty much all of the rookie records as a quarterback, which includes records that had been previously held by some pretty pretty impressive names, and uh, now they all belong to him. He is uh, had a better first season than Andrew Luck, and everybody said he was the next big thing. Uh, now it's Justin Herbert. It, it's time to just keep on moving. They gave him some more tools on offense. He gets a lot of guys healthy coming into this season, and I see no reason that he won't have a whole lot of shootouts with some good teams out west there. I, I, I'm happy to have him as my ranch hand any way I can. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you mentioned City Slicker, man. The way that he plays, he's slicker than pigs not on a radiator. I got, I got no, I got no problems with the. <laughs> I got no qualms with, with anything that you're saying out there, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, tell me about your your ranch hand. I believe he's actually uh, from more of a ranch land than than some of these fellas, uh, Mister Mister Jacob Ellis Jealous. Well, he so he he actually uh, you know just just going just looking at a little bit of his history. He actually was a sli- city slicker himself coming out of uh, coming mm. out of California oh. uh, in high school. Uh, but no, he he turned himself into a good old boy. Uh, makes makes his way up to Wyoming. You know, living amongst uh, living amongst the goats and and you know some of the other other uh, the rams, the the other you know other other wild more more wild animals that live up in that area. But uh, buffalo, buffalo, and and hey, check this one out. Makes his way into Buffalo, Mister Josh Allen. This guy, this guy is he. You know. There's not there's not a pock to be crooked that a lid won't fix, and that's what the uh, that's what that's what uh, uh, Sean McDermott found when he found Josh Allen. I mean they've been they've been fighting back and forth between Tyrod Taylor. Man, I could go all the way back to that good uh, you know that that nu- number seven numero siete uh, for uh, for the border folk. Uh, J.P. Lossman, they've been struggling since since uh, his days uh, trying to find a quarterback. Now they found somebody that that I believe is going to be the number two QB overall in uh, in dynasty drafts, and uh, you know right behind that that Patty Mahomes feller, uh, also another, another Texas boy coming out of Tech. But uh, but no, I want to focus on Josh Allen here and and uh, Ricky Ricky Bobby. I think uh, I think yes, you sir. have a little a uh, little maybe a little amendment to make. Speaking of uh, speaking of the good old USA. Uh, got an amendment here to you know going back to uh, something that we talked about regarding Josh Allen before. 
Yes, sir. Well, uh, you know, as you know, since I sent you that letter last week, that uh, uh, over over the weeks that have passed as we've been talking and thinking about all these things and drafting and researching and all that, I, I have come to the conclusion that in in Dynasty, which is the, the uh, format we are referring to here, that I, I would prefer Josh Allen over Kyler Murray because I believe there is a higher likelihood that in 10 years from now, Josh Allen is still slinging it out there, and I, I have a few more concerns uh, about what Kyle is going to look like when he gets a little older and he can't be uh, uh, shuffling real quick like all, all out down the field. So I, I, I have come around to your side of the fence and uh, say I, I'm willing to say Josh Allen is the is the safer pick for me in Dynasty. Man, you 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 saying that to me, man? It makes me sweat more than a hooker in church. I I don't you know it's just. Is you know it's 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 raining cat and dogs over here. So hey Josh, what what do you you still what what do you think about this? I mean I know are you still on the other side of the fence? Oh yeah, no I'm still on the Kyler side. And now that uh, Rick's been flip flopping, I think he's lowered in a snake's belly in a wagon rut. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. That sounded so sweet in your Wisconsin accent. Man, that's that's just like if Mama makes those make some beans and cornbread. That's just that's about as good as good good as it gets, man. But no, I I like Josh Allen a lot. He's great in the passing game. He's in the run game. I mean, he's a busy fellow. He's busier than a one-legged cat in a sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that, that ain't that just a, ain't that just a litter box? <laughs> hey, for, 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 you know. I mean that's how we work it down here and down in the down you know what we call real America. I suppose we probably should have had a segment just for the uh, stray cats on the farm, but uh, maybe maybe we'll save that for another episode down well, that's the road. That's what we got. That's what we got the other the other animals for, man. We'll get them stray cats. Uh, we'll straighten them out though. You're right. You're right. Let's uh let's let's jump over to the uh, the oxen, uh, the big big strong fellers, the tight ends that that really hold down the fort. Uh, and we'll jump back over to our northern fellow, Joshua. Tell me about the oxen that you've chosen. It's the oxen that I've chosen, somebody that you can get a lot later rounds of your draft. I mean, he's going to be going in the double digits. Uh, it's Tyler Higby from the uh, the land of uh, the Angels in Los Angeles. So uh, Another West Another Coast city family. slicker. Tell yep, you what, another man. city slicker, so... Now that uh, Gerald Everett's gone, it's Tyler Higby's job. Doesn't have anybody behind him, and Mr. Matt Stafford really likes throwing to his tight ends too. So there's a lot of a lot of miles to feed in that uh, receiver grouping. But I I like Tyler Higby this year. He was somebody that was supposed to break out last year and kind of gave everybody a little bit of a bad taste in their mouth. But uh, I like Tyler Higby this year. Yeah, I mean, uh, you mentioned you mentioned Higby. Just makes me think about them bees when I'm out there. I'm trying to, you know, just trying to do some honest work out on the out on the you know out on the farm, out on the ranch. And I I, I got my dog with me, and you know, I got you know he all he likes to do he he must think them these bees they must be snacks or something to him because I've had to take him to the vet, that the veterinarian down the street multiple times because you know he ends up getting nice and swollen up in that mouth. But but uh, yeah, I. I I mean, Ricky, what what's uh who's who's your man? Who's your oxen? Well, my my oxen is one that I have uh, been uh, been discussing a few few times on this podcast in the past year. That, that's gonna be Mr. Kyle Pitts uh, out of out of the University of Florida. This man is in reality just a giant wide receiver, 
and that's exactly what the Falcons gonna use him for. They gonna they gonna put him all over the formation. They gonna they gonna put him at, at in inline tight end. They gonna put him out wide. They gonna put him in the slot. They gonna put him in the backfield. This guy's gonna be all over the field all the time. This is this is a different scenario than a normal rookie tight end who you can't really trust because this is the highest drafted tight end there's ever been. The uh, the most uh, overall that that's, mo- that's most no most hype most hype there's there's ever been on a tight end and you can see why when you watch the tape this man is a monster he is an automatic mismatch for anyone on the defense because no one is his size and his speed and he is a great uh, he's got great hands he he don't drop the ball he gonna be outstanding from day one I believe especially given the uh, workload they gonna give him down in Atlanta now that uh, Mr Julio Jones is no longer on the team. I, I see no reason that Kyle Pitts will not be second on the team in targets behind Mr. Calvin Ridley, which is just such a pretty name, Calvin Ridley. Oh, man. Yeah, I, uh, I knew you were going to be taking Pitts, Eric, because every time you talk about him, you're grinning like a possum eating a sweet tater. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, I am. Well, well, uh, Rick, I, I really can I understand your uh, your complete affection for, for the man Kyle Pitts, given that you know you're out there riding in – uh, you know, out there in that Savannah, Georgia. So I, I totally yes, understand sir. why you, why you gotta be high on that man. I, I gotta go with, you know. So, uh, Kyle Pitts coming out of Florida brings me to my man, uh, another, another Floridian, uh, U. Smith. Now, Johnu did, Johnu ain't a Gator. Uh, the Gators are, uh, you know, they, 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 they're, they ain't no fun to play with. I don't know oh, if you no. guys have ever been out there on, on one of them, one of them fan boats. You know, with the big with the big old fan back there, but uh, ain't no fun to play around with with one of them boats. But uh, no, this uh, John U. Smith man, he went to FIU, Florida International. So you know, this guy this guy means business. He's he's up there in uh, Yankee Country, up there in Boston. Uh, you know, out over there tipping over tea boxes and whatnot into the uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> into into the ocean, you know, fighting for um, fighting for American liberty uh, up up there in New England, working under uh, under uh, Uncle Bill, and I, I I just see good things out of him. I, I that's that's my oxen that I gotta go with, man. John U. Smith, I think he's there's a lot of promise out there. We saw we've seen Uncle Bill out there with uh, with a lot of his uh, his his tight ends and and uh, yeah, I, I see I see a lot of good lot of good production coming out of him this year. Uncle Bill related to Uncle Sam? Yes, sir. They hey, they're, they're both up. They're both the uh, real, real, real patriots out there. So <laughs> <laughs> nicely played there, Mister Ellis. Uh, let's uh, let let's move it on to the the uh, uh, horses. Our uh, horses <laughs> in the stable. Plantation. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the let's nice. let's move it back over to you, Joshua. You you've got a horse that you have been hopping up over these last few weeks. Someone that you are a, a a big fan of, as far as I can tell, in more ways than one. Tell me about about this horse you've been riding. Ooh, more ways than one. Now, does that have anything to do with the fact that he's a male horse? I I don't believe so. But Josh, you can Josh, give us more let, detail. Let's let Josh expand. Yeah, on my that uh, my horse that I'm going with is one that he really prefers a night ride. Um, it's Mr. Darnell Mooney. <laughs> Only comes out at night, but uh, no. I hope I, he doesn't have any I mean, day that, games. How many? How many? <laughs> no. Now, so you're you're thinking maybe week one might be his only opportunity because he's on Sunday <laughs> night football. Is that what you're saying? 
No, he's going to wear a uh, sunglass shield on his helmet, so it's always going to oh. be dark. Hey, yeah. here we go. Man. That's a good idea there. <laughs> no. No, I uh, I really like his prospects this year, as I've talked about multiple times, so I won't go in too much further on that. But uh, especially once Justin Fields takes over, Fields has looked good throwing deep ball, had a nice uh, 20-some-yard touchdown pass into the back corner of the end zone yesterday. And I think you're going to see Darnell Mooney beating his defender a lot and actually get the ball in stride this year and break a couple long touchdowns. So ride and him off like his the long- sunset. Long-term value as well. You're a big, big fan. He's going yes. to stay as that number two receiver with Allen Robinson down there in Chicago. Yep, and Allen Robinson is on the last year of his franchise tag this year, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, Mooney's locked in for quite a long time now. So Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, man, that, that, all that does is it makes me think about that that entire Chicago offense. And, you know, they're out there. They're acting like they just rode a mule around the moon backwards the way that they played – uh, offense last uh, last year with with uh, Mister Mister Kissing Titties out Kissing Titties there uh, you know I just I I I just I'm waiting to see it, man Mister Mister uh, Senor Nagy over there uh, making sure that he's got that that coaching staff uh, all wrapped up and you know ready to go make sure he's got that offense because that's what he was over here to that's what he was brought into Chicago to do. Yeah, we'll see with Nagy this year too because sometimes he doesn't know whether to check his ass or scratch his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh let's move on to to the horse that I I want to talk about today. I I went a little bit deeper cut. I I would argue at least from a dynasty perspective in part because it's so new. This is a real fresh horse. That'd be Mr. Marquez Callaway uh out of the University of Tennessee. Uh, he he's uh, had some experience uh, in the South there. Uh last year as a rookie on the Saints, he spent most games on the bench, but in the middle of the season when injuries started to pile up for these uh, these Saints horses, Marquez Callaway was called upon to to make some plays. And in one particular game, I believe he had something along the lines of six receptions for, for 85 yards, 75 yards. Not not a big deal, but, you know, he helped the Saints when they needed him. And, and now this offseason, the, the momentum has just been building for Mr. Callaway as the uh, – uh, training staff on on the saints screwed up mightily with mr michael thomas having him get a real late surgery causing him to miss about a month or so of the season opening up a wide opportunity for mr callaway to step in and take on that that uh, number one horse in the stable role out there in new orleans he's gonna be that lead horse i'll tell you what he gonna he gonna be that lead horse in this most recent preseason game mr callaway received Two uh, absolutely beautiful long passes from Jameis Winston, the new starting QB for New Orleans. And uh, both of them, uh, he beat his man, and he made incredible catches in the end zone. Man, I, I got I to, gotta, you know, just before you keep going, man, I, I got to be honest, man, I just got this on my mind. I'm thinking about, you know, all the publics down here. I can't blame him for stealing them dadgum, uh, them, them crab legs, man. It's – they – you know that Publix, they really, they really feed a. You know, they they really give us some good food out there. So I just gotta be. Oh, absolutely, you know, they I, do. I, I can't blame the man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the 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 plays Callaway's making, they're just pretty as peaches. I I can't <laughs> explain how excited I am to have have been kind of eyeing up this this horse for a while now and seeing him crawl up the draft boards. I I do not blame anybody for 
uh, going a little ahead of, ahead of schedule and getting Mr. Callaway because he's going to be the, tight, uh, the uh, wide receiver one in New Orleans for the first month. And after that, who knows? Michael Thomas spent a lot of last year injured. He might do the same thing this year. Uh, any uh, any issues with that there, Joshua? No. Callaway, I mean, he's moving up those draft boards faster than a knife fight in a phone booth. <laughs> <laughs> that he is. That he is. Let's uh, let's bounce it over to Mister Mister Jealous. Tell me about the horse you you recently uh, decided to to take to the show. Well, I, I had to, you know, I I, I was over there at uh, you know my my boy. Uh, I was over at uh, one one of my favorite one of my favorite uh, places in in all of the South, and that's you know it was Eli's Southern Comfort Food, and I had to had to go out there get myself a. Uh, 10 ounce, you know, 10 ounce bone in pork chops, some mashed potatoes, you know, a little, little broccoli salad to make sure I get myself some vitamin A. And I mean, I'll tell you what, that pork chop out there, that's, that's good till the cows come home. But, uh, but, uh, no, I, I had to get myself, you know, made me think of Eli Moore, e, good old Elijah Moore coming, you know, out of the jets. And, and again, another, another flow, another Southern boy coming out of Florida, well, born in Florida, coming out of Ole Miss. Knowing, knowing that he's gonna have you know heart, heart of a southerner, so had to go with him. Uh, I think I think he's gonna end up he he and Zach Wilson that another BYU good old Christian boy. I think they're gonna end up with the with a real nice tandem there. So I uh, I had to go Elijah Moore. I think he's gonna ha- end up having a real real strong season for them New York Jets. Now I don't think them New York Jets is gonna win much in, in terms of games, but. That could that's be good news that, for the that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a long that's gonna be a long standing relationship and I think that's 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 a that's a horse I gotta have in my stable. I love it. Do you uh, do you like him for redraft or is he gonna be as useless as a screen door in a submarine? Now in terms of in, in terms of redraft, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit less high on him just given that uh just just given, you know, the the cattywampus of that of that New York Jets offense. I think that that ain't you know, I mean that that ain't gonna work too much. I mean it's blowing up a storm over there. Uh but I think that, you know, eventually once uh, once they get that offense going, I think it could be pretty as a peach. Pretty as a peach. I like that. I like that very much. I'm so full I'm about to pop. <laughs> Let's uh let's uh take it over to the bell cows. That's everybody's favorite animal in the stable. They they have such a such a strong and necessary role uh, to play. Joshua, tell me about the bell cow that you are excited about in a, in a dynasty format of fantasy football. Yeah, I'm jumping in with a rookie here. He has one guy in front of him on the last year of his deal out in uh, Denver, Colorado. Mile High City. Not sure if you folks have been up there or not, but uh, it's a great, uh, great town for running backs. Once the weather starts getting a little colder, but uh, no, I like Javante. No, I, I, I try to avoid lot. that place. I don't, I don't know about them. You know about all that reefer up there. That they don't, they ain't sitting well with me. I moved some goats up in Denver once. It's a nice place. Nice. Yeah, weather's nice up there. Not like down south where you guys are at, where it's hotter than a jalapeno's coochie. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, I, I like Javante a lot. I think he's going to be somebody that's going to win your uh, league for you as the season goes on. I think Melvin's going to kind of get phased out of that offense a little bit. And Melvin sometimes has trouble staying staying healthy too. So I like Williams a lot in that backfield. And I think he's going to be somebody that is going to be just an absolute monster and stud for you 
not only the second half of this year, but for years to come. That's quite the stable oh. you're building out there, man. I, I gotta, I gotta be honest, man. You, you're, you're putting together a pretty strong stable over there, man. Yes, sir. You are. I, normally, I don't like monsters in my stable, but when, when I, I can call my belt cow a monster, then I get pretty excited about it. And, and you certainly got one over there, Mister Javon Tay Williams. I mean, ain't that precious? Uh, another another monster of a bell cow that, that I have in mind, maybe physically looks a little more like a monster, would be Mr. Ramondre Stevenson, uh, another rookie, this one out of the University of Oklahoma. Uh, th- this man is, is a, a, uh, a literal bell cow in the sense that he is a, a bowling ball. He is a, a thick fella, and, and he can still move real good. Even this preseason, he had, what, a, a 90-yard touchdown, uh, which – goes to show that he can outrun defenders that are a whole lot smaller than he is i mean you know he you know the the, the minute that he was put into that game you know it's it's he basically got up you know he wakes up just you know he thinks the sun comes up just to hear him crow man that guy he's he's out there he's trying to trying to make a difference in any way that he possibly can yeah, oh faster, absolutely faster than a one-legged man butt kicking competition <laughs> That's he, <laughs> he he is lightning in a bottle, and uh, what one extra thing I want to throw out. I, of course, right now he's behind Damian Harris in the in the depth chart, and that will probably stay true all season. But I think that the role will gradually increase for Ramon Ray. When he first got to camp, he was failing his his uh, conditioning tests, and uh, the coaches were none too happy. But they have loved the work ethic and dedication that Ramon Ray has shown all throughout this camp. And at this point, they are quite pleased with where his progress is at, and it looks like he has firmly grasped that number two spot behind Mr. Damien Harris, giving him a very bright future in New England where they have a tendency to uh, find find success with running backs in the, in the running game under, under old Uncle Bill. Uh, jealous, why don't only, you... Uh, uh, I was going to say, the only thing that is the worst part about New England is the fact that it's colder than a witch's tit in a brass bra. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that it is. There's all them snowstorms and shit. Jealous, why don't you uh, why don't you break down your bell cow choice? I do declare that my bell cow, <laughs> Mr. Jesus. Trey Sermon. <laughs> Colonel fucking Sanders is here. <laughs> hey man, don't be talking no smack about that. You know, people people out here saying that he's got that best uh that best fried chicken out in the, you know, in the whole USA. Y'all ain't tried my mama's, all right? So, hey, let's get that straight. Get, don't don't even about, need to bring up Colonel Sanders in this conversation. Yeah, no, I got to talk about uh, food, though. I'm, I haven't even eaten dinner yet, and I'm so hungry I could eat the north end of a southbound goat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear, indeed, man. <laughs> now, thankfully, we ain't got no goats in my stable. Because uh, you know, oh. might have to go to a rival stable for that one. But uh, no, I, I, I got to go with you know my bell cow. It's got to be Mister Trey Sermon. That 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 Forty Niners uh, that Forty Niners backfield. That ain't nothing to mess around with. Kyle Shanahan, he loves that. He loves that zone running scheme. I think you could throw any back in there, and they may be. Uh, you know, that ain't nothing to mess around with. So. Got to go with Trey Sermon as my bell cow. You know, again, another Southern boy coming out of, you know, he's he born, and, born and raised in good old Georgia. So, you know, he'd been, he been fed a lot of that, a lot of that good old Southern comfort food. And, uh, and then, yeah, brought, brought that, brought that same attitude up to Ohio State and just, just coming, just coming in hot. That, that Mr. Shanahan turns out 
Sturdy bowls more than the moon shines at night. I'll tell you what, man. That Now, I bet that man, he can make a mean bowl of porridge. I'll tell you what. I, I believe that. Uh, let, let's uh, let's move it on over to, to our final uh, animal on the farm. That would be the uh, elusive unicorn. <laughs> it, we, we, <laughs> we are trying to discern if these uh, potential unicorns are real or myths. And uh, these particular ones, we, we believe we have seen in the flesh. Uh, Josh, why don't you uh, you kick it off with the unicorn you have seen once or twice and, and you believe is a very real being? Yeah, this guy uh, is actually from the South, went to school at the University of South Carolina, where he has all of the receiving records, the major ones. Granted, he broke Alshon Jeffrey's record, who was only there for three seasons. Now that is your four. boy, former, but, uh, former, jo- or former Bear. Yeah, he's all right, but uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I still go back. I, I like, still go uh, back to that bowl game when he uh, he had that that hail mary at the end of uh, the half in that bowl game in his his senior season at about down yep. in the uh, down in the north or the southeast at Southern Carolina. Man, that that's when I thought this boy's gonna this this man right here. He ain't, he ain't a boy. He's a man. This 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 guy's gonna be a real difference maker. But con- continue with your thought, Mister Mister Joshua. Oh yeah. Nope, it's uh, Brian Edwards, the wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. Somebody that you can get literally in either the last round of your draft or pick up off of waivers. So it could potentially end up being that wide receiver one in Vegas, which is kind of like a, eh, whatever. But Derek Carr has actually been putting up some halfway decent numbers the last couple of years. He's somebody who just kind of flies in under the radar, but... Last year, you saw Nelson Aguilar have a great year. He's gone now in New England. You've got Henry Ruggs there, which jury's still out on him. And we've got John Brown, which John Brown's just kind of hopped around wherever he's at. He's serviceable, but I think Brian Edwards is somebody who's had a great camp so far, and he could be somebody that uh, could end up doing pretty well, and especially for Dynasty down the road. Man, you fl- you, you're afraid of uh, him flying under that radar, man. I don't trust radars. I don't. I don't work with that, man. I I just go back to my good old farmer's almanac that I got from my old poppy uh, over the Christmas season, and that, that's, that's right. all I trust. I don't. I don't work with them radars. I do like the the selection of Mister Brian Edwards. Uh, it does sound like the the arrows pointing up for for him. He's he's been following that North Star uh, all the way up the board of uh, draft boards, uh, finding his way onto some fantasy teams. Uh, Preaching sounds, to the choir. Pre- yeah. Oh, ain't that the truth? Uh, I got him uh, in fantasy in that last round. I'm pretty happy about that selection. I got to tell you what. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I want to move over to the uh, the unicorn that I have been seeing uh, shine his his glowing mane uh, out on the farm. That would be a, a pretty deep cut, Mr. Captain America himself, Chris Evans, uh, Cincinnati Bengals running back who's who's going to be their their pass catching running back at now it may not be week one of this season but i do believe that he was drafted to fill in as that geo bernard role uh and he will certainly get a, a hefty workload should mr joe mixon not be able to complete a season which he has uh, consistently proven he cannot finish a season in his career so far uh, so I, I have a lot of high hopes on chris evans coming out of the university of michigan up there in the north he had a, a few slow years in college. He had some academic probation issues, but instead of doing the immature thing and transferring to run away from his problems, he did the mature thing. He stayed at Michigan. He finished his his time there, uh, paid his dues, 
and now he's being rewarded with a with a chance in the NFL playing a beautiful preseason just just today he caught I believe it was roughly a 30 yard touchdown uh from uh what's his name Brandon Allen uh that's now that's an Arkansas boy that's a that's a Razorback man that Brandon Allen guy now he he don't deserve to be that number one QB but hey he's a you know he's a true Razorback man that's a that dude he that man that man's a hog if we had another another animal uh within the stable that's a hog oh, yeah. no those Italy. Razorbacks are mean they get they get madder yeah. than a cat getting baptized <laughs> <laughs> So in short, Chris, Chris Evans may not be an immediate factor, but I believe that this is a unicorn waiting in the wings to emerge into the fantasy uh, future of, of everyone's teams down the road here. Hopefully that is as soon as this season, maybe mid-season, we will see just how it shakes out. But I'm making sure to leave most of my drafts with Mr. Mr. Chris Evans right at the very end since he's uh, buried so far on the on them uh, ranking lists. I don't know what all them them rankers are, are doing but uh I, i'm pretty content bunch with, of them you know, northeasterners man i tell you what they ain't, yeah, they ain't always got truth. you know them new yorkers they don't don't always know what they talking about let's uh let's let's skip over to yo yo unicorn you've you've been seeing uh no, I, I, I just, I just got one quick lately. comment on on you know oh, you sure, mentioned sure. chris evans there yes. mentioned you know he goes by captain america right it just it just makes me think you know this is somebody that really wants to pay taxes so that we have solid infrastructure throughout the the United States now that's that's somebody that I can get behind so I fully I, I you know I, I fully declare that I agree with your pick man no my oh, thank you thank you my, my unicorn and, and I'm hoping that this man you know he's gonna uh, he's gonna shine just as much as as his uh, the horn on his forehead does Josh Palmer hardly know her <laughs> Another, another another Floridian man. Now he's he's the uh, right now listed as that third wide receiver out and out uh, with the L.A. Chargers, uh, formerly the San Diego Chargers, and uh, I just got a lot of high hopes for this man. I, I think that uh, once he uh, once he really is able to, uh, pretty much, I mean, let, let's be honest. Uh, you know, Mike Williams is is this man? Is this this guy? Is he really going to be staying healthy this entire year? Now, Josh Palmer, somebody to look out, somebody to look out for. Just saying. I heard he's a great volunteer. Well, ain't that true? Coming out of that old University of Tennessee, <laughs> and and you know he had very terrible quarterback play in Tennessee. One of the uh, knocks on his his draft stock was that he he didn't have the same numbers that a lot of these other. Now you other... say one of the knocks. I just think about Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> you know, just putting just, put, <laughs> just putting those two pieces together right there. Yeah, I, I didn't even know. Man, exactly. I, man, I'll accident. tell you what. You go out there, you go out in that Knoxville, Tennessee you, area, that that moonshine over there. If you if you uh, if you go to the you know the right right piece right right piece of town, you're gonna have somebody out there giving you a little bit of moonshine. If your car if your car breaks down, they you know they come fix your car and and they'll be able to get you a little bit of moonshine too. Got to get back I to them hollers. <laughs> so I couldn't agree more, Josh. Josh Palmer. It, I, I swear I've seen him walking around as a as a glowing unicorn at night. Yeah, I think he's gonna shine brightly when when he gets his his chance to uh, step into a little bit of the daylight. But uh, it, that that will uh, that'll wrap it up for our, our stable, uh, our horses, our bell cows, our ranch hands, uh, oxen, and and the uh, unicorns we believe we've seen firsthand. Uh, any other uh, either animals you want to bring up? Any any shout outs to 
to the folks that help support us, where they can reach us. Any thoughts on that, uh, Jealous or Joshua? Anchor. <laughs> Can't forget about that presenting sponsor, Anchor. They, uh, you know, this is keep they, the they, on. they, 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 the ones that keep the lights on. They like Motel Six. You know, we keep the light on for you. So, uh, you know, make sure, make sure, you know, Anchor, you support all the day that they do now. Apple Podcasts, uh, that's, you know, Apple's one of them uh, most reliable uh, cell phone services. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they also have a great podcast uh, option there. Uh, The Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Pods, and YouTube. So, then we got that, we're also on that tweet, that tweeter, that tweet machine, uh, at Dead Arm Sports. And uh, I, I don't I don't know exactly how the uh, these direct messages go. So if you really want to uh, just hit us up, you could try that direct they, message I, machine. Uh, otherwise, otherwise we are available over uh, over pigeon uh, pigeon carriers. Will uh, don't forget the stamps too. If you want to send it through the mail, you do need a stamp. Otherwise, otherwise that government won't send it on 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 our way. <laughs> If you uh, have trouble finding us again, um, you can go to Ask Jeeves. Just type in Dead Arm Sports. Should pop up there. We're also now on Napster and LimeWire. So you can <laughs> download us off of there directly to your computer and iTunes. For free. For free. Now, LimeWire, now, now we can't guarantee anything ain't going to happen to your computer if you're using that, that LimeWire. <laughs> now, that, that was some, uh, you know. Some unfortunate circumstances in the past uh, with with our LimeWire subscription, but uh, but we are available there as well. So beautiful. I I, <laughs> I just wanted to try a quick test on Ask Jeeves, and unfortunately, we did not come up on a search of Dead Arm Sports. I'm sure we could figure it out, but there seems to be a lot of stuff about uh, Dead Arm Syndrome and other things. That's that's that uh, AJ Green. Hey, up. another Georgian boy. <laughs> As a, we'll have that story in the future, Mr. AJ Green Dead Arm himself. Uh, but uh, otherwise, we really appreciate you joining us for this, this special episode uh, taking place a little further south than usual. Uh, we, we won't always sound like this, but every once in a while we'll bust it back out. Uh, couldn't couldn't uh, have had more fun putting this all together, getting to practice our accents, especially Joshua getting, getting to practice. Well, he got his. to get that Yankee accent in. Ain't that? Yes, I mean, I, that, that's something special. That's something you guys ain't hearing uh, on on a on a daily, regular basis. So this is nope, this is this all. is truly special. Yeah. That'll be representative of everybody. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we will certainly see you on the next one. Y'all have a good night now. <laughs> oh fucking a.